Simply Petty Radio. My name is Jobs, and I got my co-host, The Plug and the Builder. What's going on, bro? Hey, bro. What's going on with you, bro? Shit, shit, shit. Just uh, about to make sure that the live stream is working and everybody can hear us, you know, fairly decently. Look like everything is up. I got a notification for everything. Oh, yeah. Well, you know me. I'm 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 kind of about the shit, man. So I uh, I just I just feel compelled to check, even though it's the same fucking routine every week. But like I say, hey, doing that shit the other day, couldn't end up couldn't do an interview because we just couldn't for whatever reason right. it was, no idea, but just couldn't get that shit together. Right. You know, uh, shout out to Voice Docs. I'm not sure. Yes, if, yes we we are live. Uh, and we, right now we're just waiting on the queen to call up. Uh, we got Camille Evans joining the, the conversation tonight. Uh, very dope, very extensive history in, in music, in the music business. So that should be pretty dope, man. How's life with you, though, bro? Man, yo, I ain't going to complain, bro. Like, yo, I'm here, yo. There's so much other shit, like, going on. You know what I'm saying? Know, like, and I'm sorry to cut you off, man. But we got to say what's up to Texas, though, bro. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Shout out to my people down there, man. I'll keep your head up if you need anything. I told him, like, if you want to drive up here, yeah, we can come on. Shit, with, you know, but ain't nobody trying to leave their house. Um, yeah. But, man, they ain't had no power. Like, my one cousin, I talked to my cousin today, and I got just somebody in the waiting room. So let me make sure this is not Camille. Quiet. Oh, and it is. Okay, how you doing, Queen? Hi, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, my name is Jobs. That's the plug. And we got Camille Evans in the Jeez, building. How you doing? Hi, peace, brothers. How are you? All right, all right. Good. That name threw me off, so my bad. Oh, what? Oh, I had a, it has a name on there? It does. Oh, what name does it have? Josiah Burgos. Burgos. <laughs> That's my son because he uses this. You want me to come out and come back in? Let me let me come out. No, you all right. No, no, I mean, if, if you don't want you, you know, that's you may want to erase your son's name. <laughs> yeah, let me change that. Yeah, um, that is a can you? That's a dope. I want to say scoot over and shit because that picture behind you is so fucking dope. Oh, thanks. That's um, I think that's the Frida Kahlo one. She's one of my heroes. That's okay, cool. Right. I renamed it. We're you good. Hey, yo, hey, yo, shout out Afi too, man. Yeah, I, I hit Afi up. Check yeah, I, actually, I did too, man. And we were talking yeah. about, you know, just kind of um, tell, letting our people in Texas know we love them. And, oh, for sure. You know. Yeah, everything is so, it's, everything that's going on this year is just so exhausting. It really is. Oh, my God. It's one thing after another, and it just freaking won't stop. That's yeah. what we were just getting into. Like, I just kind of felt like it was taking place in my life. Like everything else that's going, that's going on in the world takes yeah. precedent over that because this is a crazy time. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, I started doing this um, mon- morning mantras in the clubhouse just because I thought that people needed some inspiration in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. And yesterday was the first one. And, you know, I'm thinking people are going to be like, hey, you know, you know, you're going to have a great day and blah, blah, blah. And it started getting so deep and so emotional. And it was like four or five people mm. started to cry. And I was like, yo, people are really suffering right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the little things that might be bothering us are so insignificant when we look at what people are really going through. And, yeah, I was just like, 
I absorbed all of that. And I was like, I don't know if I could keep doing this, but they did it today. I wasn't feeling good this morning. And I was like, you know, we promised. So we'll just kind of break it up about three days a week. But yeah, it's, we also prayed. Um, I think Ray, we had Ray pray this morning for the people mm. in um, Texas. So yeah, it's sad. Damn. Well, were you feeling better? Well, what happened was, <laughs> y'all, you ever, <laughs> you ever ate Escovich fish? You ever had that before? No, it's like no. that's, that's above my pay grade right there. No, no, no. It's like the Jamaicans <laughs> make it right. So they fry the fish and then they take the onions and carrots and stuff and they kind of pickle it. So I, I usually buy it on the spot in Flatbush, but they have like a, a chain of it near where I live. Mm-hmm. And I think she just took the onions so it, with the with the vinegar. So it was like oily and wet. And then my greedy ass is like trying to eat it. And, <laughs> and this morning it just came to knock me in my ass. So I just have been in the bed all freaking day. I didn't have okay, okay. But I'm fine. And I was like, I gotta be here with you guys. So I'm here. I'm alive. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you. And I, I'm just trying to share the show. So it's not, I, I don't want to look like I'm ignoring you or anything. No, me. totally fine. You're multitasking and I appreciate that. And yeah, I appreciate I'm, and that I'm pretty yeah, I, horrible at it too. <laughs> I, I I dated a couple of Jamaican chicks. I never heard of that. Day. Really? Like, yeah. yeah. Spanish people make it too. It's called Escobar. My, 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 my ex-wife Jamaican. Well, I'm a, I'm all at about it. Yeah, ask her. She knows what it is. And she probably cooks it really good, but never cooked it for you. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another story. Uh, that's another story. <laughs> that's, a whole, that's a whole another story. Yeah, that's a whole another story. That would be... But how, other than that, uh, where geez, where do we start? Like, um, and, and, and shout out to Doc, Doc Ish for uh, yes, introducing us to the interview. Definitely, yeah. definitely a dope Doc ass uh, person. He's such good people, and he talks yeah. so well of you guys. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Well, yeah. that's dope. Yeah. Well, at least somebody out there says something nice about us. <laughs> I know, right? How long? Have, how, long <laughs> how long have you guys been doing the show together? Uh, we've been doing it together probably what about five years now? Five years. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Have you ever have you ever taken the show live? Like when COVID was when there was no COVID, did you guys do like live interviews and stuff in the studio? Mm-mm. No, just that's, that's that's like the next step after this COVID stuff clears up. That's the yeah, cool. Yeah, that's the next goal. I'm sorry. I always turn an interview into me interviewing. I always- <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's pretty dope. Let me ask you this though: um, you, like, have you ever considered managing a podcast? No, I've been asked to do one, and I'm going to start doing one. Probably, we're going to start. I just spoke to finally found my producer, mm-hmm. so I've been told that that I because you know you know as a music executive, they pay you to talk, right? So we're we're talking all day. We're talking on behalf of the artist. We're constantly being the cheerleaders with all the departments and going in, you know, cats. You can't curse on here, right? No, absolutely you can. We do all absolutely. We 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 actually encourage that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm trying to learn not to, you know, music industry people, we have the freaking worst mouth, but I'm training myself to stop doing that. They say but that's a sign of intelligence. That you can curse or you don't curse. That you do. That you curse the, the big cursors are very smart people. Are you making this up? I've read that. I, 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 you know, I think I read that. You ain't never heard that before. You just saying, oh, really? So that's why. I think I read that. Okay, I I saw plenty of memes, so it must be true. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But yes, yeah, so I've been asked to like, you know, do a podcast, do a podcast. So I think I'm going to start doing it next week, but I'm going to do it like through the Clubhouse app and see how that works first. I'm surprised that you wouldn't be starting your own network. That is like, I don't know what y'all see in me. You don't even know me. Why would you even say that? I mean, I see your resume. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that's just the shit that we got on the flyer. No, uh, I, so, no, no, it's true. If it, the stuff on the oh, this, the resume is really valid, it really is. Believe it or not. Yeah. Um. And and let let's talk about that. Like like your your first job in the music industry. What was that? So I walked into Sony Columbia Records in '95 as an intern. Um. I was getting ready to graduate, and I thought I wanted to go to law school, like because my dad's a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I thought I was going to have this connection. Um, but I had already been in the mix. Like, I was a hip-hop dancer. So I was main sources dancer. I was dancing for De La Soul. I was dancing for That's dope. I was, you know, yeah. I was already in this mix. I had really long dreads and all these earrings. And it was I, it was, a, it was a look. And uh, so I already had this kind of, I was already entrenched in this hip-hop world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I needed this, this internship. But I always tell people that, you know, when your destiny, when you have a destiny, it's, it's divine and it's fate. So I walk into like the college um, student boardroom and they had two internships, one at Epic and one at Columbia. Oh, and wow. I go to interview for both and I get accepted for both. And at the time, my my um, fiance or boyfriend at the time, now he's my husband for 30 years. He was like, take that, take the Columbia one. So I walked in and I'm just talking to the, you know, I remember her name, Cynthia Rayburn. This is like a great, I've had great sisters pull me up throughout my life. And I start talking and I'm da, 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 and she's like, you need to do marketing. And I said, well, what's that? So she takes me upstairs and I meet my mentor, Ashley Fox. And Ashley used to be the GM of uh, A&M. She's done, a, you know, the whole, most of Mary J. Blige's projects. So um, wow. I meet her and we start having an organic interview conversation. And she's like, I love you. I want you to come back. And I walk to the door and she like renames me and she calls me Cam and my family calls me Cam. And she said, Cam. And I turned around and she's like, you're going to sit in my seat one day. And I'm like, I don't want to. And she's like, but you will. So the six month internship at Sony, I was just a moxie girl. Like I used to write really well. I was writing plans for escape. I was writing marketing plans and cats was having me do all this work. And, you know, at the time, I'm just so happy to be um looked at in that way so ashley ended up um after the six months she got an offer to evp over at mca records um and then she instead of taking her assistant she took camille and i ea'd mm. for her for about i would say a year and then i became a director and i never looked back and you know i was overseeing the um andre harrell's uptown records roster so we had mary and share my world and monifa heavy d was there jodeci wow. um, yeah so that's how i got entrenched in it um should i keep going or you want me to stop oh you can no, talk for like the next three weeks as far as i'm concerned okay okay, okay. so um they relocated us to los angeles and i'm out there for about three four years um, and then, you know, back then they did all the sweeps, right? So it was really segregated. Like the pop division is always on one side. The mm -hmm. urban black music department is on another side. And when they do sweeps, they only sweep the black music division, which is so fucked up, right? Mm -hmm. um, because yeah, when pop pop goes big and they have one of those big artists, you know, it, 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 
accumulates millions of records sold, but mm -hmm. the black music division always keeps the lights on because we're consistent with our stuff. Right. But when the right. sweep come, they always used to attack our division. So they did a sweep. They went through two different um, presidentships and they did a sweep. I came back to New York and um, got in contact with Brian Leach and he got me over to TBT Records. And at the time they had like Mike Geronimo, Royal Flush, Ja Rule, the original Pitbull was when he was when he was doing um, rapping. That dude has made a shitload of money too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He wasn't oh making no money back then because he was a hip hop artist and he wasn't doing well. Right. Is mm -hmm. when he transitioned into this new pop, whatever it's called, that's when he became the pit bull that we all knew. So I did that for a while. And then Ashley came back and she was at Interscope. So she called me and I was over there working the um, Maya and Rough Riders projects. And then when I was there, oh, I, Steve, Stout was, Steve Stout was running it and Hawk Islam was over there for Maya. And then when I was over there, like you get these random calls, right? So like when you're hot, people come for you. So I got a call to go over to Jive Records that they were looking for someone. And I knew Jeff Sledge, I knew Faith Newman. Um, and I had, you know, went through all those levels. And then I'm at Jive, you know, so I did Mystical. So that danger, too short, shake your ass, that's on me. Wow. Yeah, I, that's fire right there. He came in with all them little braids and I was like, we're not doing that. And I told him, I, told him <laughs> I got a braider to braid it back and put a do-rag on and he became a sex symbol. So I had... I had Mystical, I had Too Short, I had E40, I had Petey Pablo, which I broke. Um, I think we went platinum on, on Petey. Um, oh, man. Joe, I, I, I did take my shirt off at one point. <laughs> and, and, and did it up in the air and all that? Oh, God. Yeah, everybody, um, was, rock, everybody was rocking it. Yeah. yeah. What was Too Short like? What was who? Too Short. What's Too Short like? Um... He's exactly who 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 you who you think he is. He's that that big phenomenon. I forgot the album that we did, but the album that I did is I think the one that he's naked <laughs> with the Who's girl that? on the cover. Because I remember, yeah, I, I used to be one. I didn't give a shit back then. I remember <laughs> to, promote that album, to promote the album. I sent I sent like two or three strippers with soul food to all the radio stations in the morning to serve them. And when they serve them, like they served um, the album at the same time. So that, yeah. So we used to do all of that. Wow. Yeah. But short, short is who he is. He's bigger than life. Um, he's definitely that whole persona of a pimp. Um, and I did his album release party at the Liberace mansion in Vegas. So I did it. Wow. You know, I did it to the roof with him and 40 is a big teddy bear. Um, it was, you know, we used to, it used to be like him and all his brothers and sisters. They're like six foot four and two hundred and forty feet. <laughs> you know, just little me walking and everybody walking. So, but you know what? They they always treated me really well because I was um really honest with them. And um, it came to a point that like if I wasn't there, niggas wouldn't come into the to the um, label because we had this trust with one another. And I'm always mm -hmm. artist first. So I was the one that was always talking up in the in the label meeting. And, you know, because if I saw some shit, I was going to say it was shit. You know, I I'm really passionate about artist development and just taking care of because. I think executives don't understand that like they're sitting in this big old bubble, right? And they're like, you're dope and you're dope and you're dope, but then none of y'all in the street, number one. Yeah. And so they get caught up in that corporate world and they don't understand that every single decision that we make that we make affects an artist's life. Their their baby's pampers and the milk and the food on the table. So I've always been really cognizant of that. And I've kind of lived my whole executive life 
artist first. I've tried to at least, you know, as, as much as I could fight. Yeah. So, so that was Jive. And then I got a That's call dope. from LA Reed to go and you don't turn LA Reed down. So uh, I had a really great <laughs> interview with him and I ended up going to Arista and I had uh Pink the Misunderstood album, which I'm really proud about. Um, Tony Braxton, Outcast. And then I went back wow. to Jive. I did like a stint with Jive for about six years and um, Universal Motown with Sylvia Rohn, all the cash money, Carter one and Good. two and Camille. Um, then I took a break because it was time for a break, but here's my break. My break is I've had the, the dumbest break. So my break is going to work <laughs> for a small, a small agency with huge clients. So I had Bacardi and Sunkiss, but that was a good piece of the puzzle. So I started working for Bacardi and doing like all of these events, like 36 mm -hmm. events all over. And I was doing, um, I created this thing called Inspired. So I did Inspired in Chicago, Inspired in LA. And I had like all these artists that we would honor in each market. Um, and then I went to go get a master's in education during this break. You were just bored, huh? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> wow. When I got this yeah, master's in education and um, started working with the DOE because I really wanted to kind of feel that out, but I was still doing my music stuff. Then I got a call from Benny Pugh, like, I need you to come back inside. And I'm like, Ugh. And I was like, you know, it was a three month call. And then I was at Rock Nation and then I, you know, we did the Rock Nation um, and I was over there for a couple of years. And then most recently at Cinematic Music Group with Johnny Shipes. And they got like a, a nice young roster, like Young and Ace and Smoke Dizza. So I was consulting with them for a while. So, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm kind of exhausted, but I'm not. Um, and I'm just blessed, you know, to so still let me, So Rock Nation, like Jay-Z level Rock Nation? Yeah, well, Jay's the one that called us called us in to create the foundation for Rock Nation Records, because you know Rock Nation has the philanthropic side, and then they have the management side, and then they have the sports side, and then they have Rock Nation Records. So we were on the record side. So we had the Casanova Project. He was there already because I think he was he was signed to Memphis um, before we got there. So we we inherited him. The mm -hmm. Jaden Smith's project that went gold. We signed Nicole mm -hmm. Bus. Um, that chick that she was big on 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 um, some of the charts. Um, Rhapsody. Uh, and Rhapsody Victor, fire. Rhapsody and victory. They yes. just smoke, but yeah. smoke, smoke. This is fire too. No, smoke, smoke this is, is smoke really fire too, and he's really yeah. really on. Yeah. So yeah, right. yeah. So that's been my life so far. Yeah, and I'm a mom. That's really important too. That, that, that is and super wife. mom. Super mom and that's a super wife. Yo, you sold that's, like, I mean, yeah, you know, millions you upon millions of records, man. Like, yeah. that's incredible. Oh, yeah. my God. You know, that's why sometimes when we were on this clubhouse and we get a little cocky, it's not that we cocky. And I said this last night, you know, um, some of the guys, some of the young kids were coming up there. I didn't really talk last night, but some of the kids were talking and asking for critique. And then when they ask for critique, you know, our ear is a little different than the normal mm -hmm. ear. And a lot of these kids, you know, they 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 want to sit around all their boys and shit and everybody's telling them that they're so hype, but the, but the record is not. And then when they come in front of us, we try to give them real, like for me, I try to give real honest critique, but I'm not trying to burst your bubble. And they just didn't take it. And my whole thing was like, yo son, like 
you you talking to people and on that stage that day was mm -hmm. like billions of records sold on that stage from every single one of us and i'm like if you want to talk about the god of music then we we're as close as it can get so don't ask us no questions yeah. because we are the ones that have broken records you know so when you come to us and you start asking us and we hear the shit and we're just giving you critiques like your voice is not you need to work your voice or you're singing in falsetto and there's no range or the production is not mixed and mastered properly like we hear these things because we've been hearing it our whole lives you know but i love music it's godly it's um yeah i can't i come from you know a single mother you know i'm a mixed kid um, and you know, from a Jew dad that didn't do shit for me. And my mom was the one that had to take care of me until I became an adult. And um, it opened my palate, it took me around the world. It saved me. Um, and every time I try to get away from her, cause I call it her because there's no other thing than a woman that can create and birth, right? Birth so many things. So I kind of mm -hmm. call music her. And every time I try to walk away from her, I'm just always drawn back. So I guess that's my fate. So now my legacy is not so much just doing the music thing, but trying to teach and helping to make sure that the culture stays alive and it doesn't die. And that we don't forget all the legends who came before us. Marky D passed away today. That shit was crazy to me. Like he was just on the radio yesterday. Wait, 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 wait. Wow. Prince Marky the fat boy. Fat boy. And you oh, know come on, on like and I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like like oh. if you if you listen to the show on, on any kind of regular basis, you know yeah. I fucks with the fat boys, been fucking with yeah. the fat boys for fucking decades. Man, rest in peace, King. Yeah, and rest in peace. Deepest condolences to your family. And you know, he he was he's been um filling in for Biz, who's not been well, and we right. praying for him and my husband was the one that just text text me and told me and he was like yo i listened to him yesterday on the radio like yo this whole year two years you know so you know I, again like you know these are our fallen heroes and you know i just we need to keep the culture going and we need to respect you know all the boys that came before us and the women that came before us because you know music is not the same anymore sad but you know i mean we gotta do a better up. job of, of, of teaching I think too. Yeah, yeah, you know, we do. And and, and, and y'all doing a good job. Like I fucks with y'all on Clubhouse, you know. So yeah, yeah. I I, I, I and I I know I be bugging the shit out of Doc too because I be texting him like, oh that song was fire, oh that all oh, that song was trash, <laughs> man. Like I be like, man, all that that was horrible, you know. But <laughs> are you on Clubhouse? Not yeah. Oh yeah. Do you follow me? So I can follow you back, both of you. I don't even know. I, actually, I do. Okay, so when I'm done, I have to follow you back. Yeah, well, you got thousands. I got like six. Six thousand? No, six. <laughs> no, six. Six <laughs> niggas. Right. <laughs> I hope you don't have six. I, said, Let I don't me think you lying. I'm going to download it now. Yeah, it's pretty that's close. But uh, well, now, I'll be checking y'all out though, so that's all that counts, you know. We try, we try, I try, you know, I try not to, you can't be on there all day and then hustle and work too, but I try to schedule it out. And then like today I didn't go on and all, and there's like so many people are texting and pinging me. I'm like, come on now, it's not that deep. It's not no, that deep at all, really but you know. After the oh, show. please, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I got some thoughts and some ideas on the whole podcasting thing. You do? I need all I the do. help I can get. I really do. I do. I do. Um, and I'm absolutely certain it's going to be dope if you're going to be involved. 
I like to talk, so, you know. But you know what, I've been doing this because when I was at Cinematic, I decided to start doing some Zoom panels and IG Live. So I was like interviewing everybody. I did a Legends panel and it had um, Static Selecta and um, who was on there? Royal Flush, Lord Jamar, like all the boys were on there. And um, it was really dope. And then I, and then I transitioned from the panels mm -hmm. and I was doing old school and the young you know, marketing people and, mm -hmm. and, and press people. And then I started doing one-on-ones. Like I went, I called it Crip Conversations mm -hmm. and then the transition from that to Crip Combos. And then I did like Kim Osario and um, just mad people. I can't even remember everybody, but that was really good. So that must've been God preparing me for all mm -hmm. of this. That's why I'm like, every time I talk to someone I start interviewing them and I don't mean to, but I start asking the same damn questions back and you're like, bitch, this is not like, <laughs> Talking I mean, you. you might want to ask Rome because I'm hella boring. I, I got nothing. Yeah, I got stories. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just hella boring. Um, but I do have a question though for you. Like, what's the highlight? What's the 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 your your in studio highlight moment of your career? Like being inside of a studio. Yeah, being in the studio with, with whoever the artist, whoever it is. Oh my like, God, what, I don't what, know if everyone, anyone's ever asked me this question. That's really interesting. Now I have to think back to the times I, I was in the studio. Um, well, I loved being in the studio with Joe Fatal, my husband, because he was signed to Soul Assassins. Mm -hmm. So I remember falling asleep on the couch. And then when I woke up, like Large Pro was in the room, Be Real was in the room, Muggs was in the room. Um, I also loved being around studios and like behind the scenes with Eric being Rakim and Fatal. Cause Eric is so, people don't know that Eric is really, really funny. Um, and he'll just do the dumbest shit. Like, they did a <laughs> and you know, Eric hangs around with like everyone or like all the politicians and stuff. But like when he feels really comfortable with you, like he says the funniest things. Um, so I remember a story um, you know, Eric and Rakim have like this, they have a rep, they had a reputation back then. They were the boys. And um, you know how in in the Apollo Theater they had that 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 rounding staircase that it was yeah. you know, they call that it was and it was real tight back then back there. Um, and I don't know what happened with some guy, and it was like Eric and all his people, but I remember Fatal telling me that um the guy was screaming at the bottom, Eric, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. And all Eric did was kind of look down and make a nod. And I guess they gave him a pass. But like, that was hip hop. Like, I love it. I loved when Mike Geronimo called me one day, allegedly. Hmm, got to say allegedly. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like, Ma, what you doing? Because he always calls me Ma. And I'm like, I mind you, niggas is my own age, but they calling me Ma. And he's like, what you doing? Um, I need you to go to lunch for an hour. And I'm like, but nigga, I just ate. And he's like, no, just take your bag and shit and just go for a whole hour and I'll call you when I come back. I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? So I leave. And I took I took my little publicist with me because I was like, God rest the dead. I was like, you're not going to get caught up in whatever's going to happen. And we left. And when we came back, it was like the Ice Cube movie. It was like every single plaque allegedly was smashed. You know, the the hard, um, wow. like we had the oh, desktop. Wow. The desktop computers, because we didn't have laptops, all of that shit was on the floor. But my area was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody touched wow. that area. So, like these stories in hip hop, like, like 
the studio stuff with me, I always fall asleep and just woke up to really great people. And then remember, I'm a girl, so I they didn't do too. David wasn't gonna do all that 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 crazy stuff in front of me. But I think for me, it was just seeing all of that and it, seeing like creativity come to fruition and being around people that, that people just look up to like gods, you know. But for me, it was just so normal. I guess now when I look back at it, I'm like, wow, like you really kind of did some shit. I don't get starstruck because we couldn't, you know, we're black mm -hmm. executives. But I do get starstruck, starstruck on red carpets. Like I remember the American Music Awards, like having a long conversation with Dick Clark, dope. Just so dope. That, about was, dope. that was dope. And then I remember one day walking down red carpet and right and it was so crowded, right? And and like touching my arm was freaking Hall of Notes. And then in front of me was freaking um Earth Wind and Fire. Wow. And then like in the back was Outcast. And I was like, but then you know, we don't, have, we don't have no pictures or nothing because remember we didn't have those cameras and phones and stuff. So and then we weren't supposed to take pictures with our artists so i don't have any photos of none of that stuff that's wow. yeah like that shit, that's was, was there uh can you can you think of an artist that you like put everything into and it just didn't work like the one like you just knew was going to work but it didn't oh my god and i can't say their name so you can't say their name. Right. well you can spell it out and nobody no, i don't want to spell it out but it was <laughs> i don't want to spell it out Cause you know we did sign NDAs and stuff, and I don't give a fuck about that either. But I don't want to, nah, you know, I, feel what you're you know I'm, I don't want to talk about an artist. But there was a female um, that we had on Arista Records, and the person that was managing was really well known, and um, you know it was a priority. And I don't know, I just tried everything, and it just it did it didn't connect. And you know, female MCs are hard anyway, mm -hmm. um, mm. and it didn't connect. But you know what? I've been really freaking lucky. I mean, I broke Nivea. But Nivea ended up when I left not doing well, and I'm really sad about that. You know, I had a okay. mess with my man and laundromat. You know, I did all of that with her. Oh wow, okay. And then that when I left, it it didn't go well. And then you know the the men in her life. You know, I'm not yeah. saying anything. But it just didn't go well. Um, yeah. So I'm really sad that her career didn't go as far as it wanted to do because she worked really hard and, and she was like a little, like a little daughter to me almost, you know, I really cared about her. So that was a disappointment for me. Um, I don't know why the hell Selena Johnson is not one of the biggest Yo, singers ever. I love Selena Johnson. so dope. And the last yeah. time I I didn't have her when I first got to Jive. I got her after her product manager left, but that album that she did that I oversaw, like I remember driving to, to Palm Springs and I, I listened to that album from the beginning to end without skipping. And so I think Selena's phenomenal. And I don't know, you, you know, she's one of those singers that has one of those old soul and old voices. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that gets lost in the mm -hmm. masses of young but she's a phenomenal artist, phenomenal. Yeah. So things like that, yeah. I, you know, I feel like God. I wish that they would have gotten so big, um, because they're so talented. Yeah. But I don't. I think I had. I, I'm sorry, guys. I think I had. I kind of had a Midas touch. I didn't really have failures like that. Thank God. And I never got called in for shit like that. So that was a blessing, you know. Anybody screw you over? <laughs> well, let me just say this. Um, <laughs> Artists will be artists, right? No, but let me say this. I don't have to say it because the artists will be artists. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. um, so you can't take anything that an artist does personally because they're caught up in a creative space and no one without a really great ego is going to be a great artist. You have to have an ego, even what you do and what I do, we have to have ego because, you know, if we don't believe in shit or believe in ourselves, no one else Nobody is going yeah. But you guys have to remember, I came up in the era where there was no Me Too, there was no transparency, and there was no HR, bro. So a lot of the experiences that I had as a woman, um, being young, being high yellow, it was miserable. Mm -hmm. And um, things that I can't say because I just kind of, you know, it's it's gone and it's past. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I had to sick a lawyer at one time to get out of a contract because it was just, I thought I was having a nervous breakdown. It was just everything from every day, the comments, you know, and, and just the fact that like, you know, the music industry is a big old boys room, you know, now, yeah. You know, now you walk into a label and everything is glass. All the doors are glass, like you're sealing right. to everything. Niggas had real doors back then, wood doors. So right. shit, a, lot shit, a lot of shit went down in the music industry and it's a very sexual industry. You know, we sell sex. So I just came up in a time where, you know, they, it was hard to have the voice. Mm -hmm. So you had to be real aggressive. Um, and, you know, people didn't really play with me because I was aggressive, but it was a lot of that. It was a lot of shit that like i said at one point i just thought i was i needed to take a real break because it was too much and then back then you really got blackballed if you talked you wasn't yeah. getting back in for nothing you know that was a fucked up time being a woman and it's not just me it's, it's a lot of us mm -hmm. that you know were together that had to deal with it but we survived you know what what can i say we survived and hopefully the licks that we took the scars that are on our backs um the new generation will have to ever deal with that again so would you would you ever consider uh, doing a documentary about your experiences? Again, people keep asking me that, and I don't know how how much I should talk. That's my problem, um, because you know we from Brooklyn, so you don't talk. You take your licks and you keep it going. And um, you know, I hear that some of the people that were horrible are changed now. I, I remember I was doing um, I was doing one of, one of my crib conversations, and someone that's really dear to me. And has always been a, a big brother asked me if I would want to have somebody on the panel for me. And mm -hmm. I said, I haven't gotten over that yet. So no, let's pass on that person. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. Um, and that was one of one of the people that was just not a kind person um, in any way. But I don't know, bro. Like that's a really good question. I haven't seen a woman like me do that yet. And I'm wondering why. Yeah. Probably because of the the, the, the same question you had. But I guess my answer to that would be. If it's something that when you were coming up, you wish you had known someone had told you, go ahead and, and roll with it. I mean, I would have to do it from a fictional standpoint, I guess, and change. Yeah. Names, and then do that shit where they say inspired from the truth, you know, that kind of stuff. That would work too. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. But I think it would be dope. I, I, I think it, I think it deserves to be seen. Yeah. It, it was a messy, 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 messy um, business. It still is a messy business, but not so much as before, but it was a messy business. It really was. And I'll, I'll tell you one story. When I got into a big label, um, you know, when you got to in, get into the big label and they, at, when you get signed, um, they take pictures of you, take your trade shots. Um, and I walked in, you know, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm always speaking to my sisters. And every time I go to a sister's, you know, it's always like school days with the, you know, my, my, my darker sisters and then me. And, you know, it was really the paper bag yeah. thing going on in the music industry because it was, if you didn't look like me and, 
have the here and just you know a pretty a lot of a lot of their stories of like the ceos would get rid of you that's real mm -hmm. talk and uh, i went wow. in you know and i'm like hey sis you know i'm taking this picture hey sis and they looking at me all crazy and one of the girls i befriended and she's been my friend forever since and she ended up telling me when she met me that you know what you know i know you're really dope and we didn't we apologize because we thought that you fucked for the seat mm. and i was like mm. like is that how y'all look like women that's how the same women is looking at people that might look like me is so sad and i'm like nah i never had to and that's and i always tell women women that that's the biggest gift that you have and that's the most power that you have and especially in this industry now look, we off, the industry is what it is. We joke, we flirt, you know, we have conversations, it's off color. This is the music industry, right? But mm -hmm. the minute that you give that part of yourself up, it's over. And niggas talk, y'all know how y'all mm -hmm. talk. And it gets around, I know mad stories and people know mad stories, but y'all ain't got one story on me. And I'm really proud to say that. And that's why I could still pick up the phone because whether the chase is still there in somebody's head, they still gonna pick up the phone because I carried myself. And I was always married with children, mm. which, which someone big said to me that they never had one like me that was married with children. So that's the music industry of the past. But you know, it's a beautiful thing. I have no regrets. Um, what, what didn't kill me made me stronger. Um, I took that, you know, I took it and kept on going and I'm really proud of what I did and who I am. And the fact that I've helped a lot of artists, um, be legends in this business and live out their dreams. You know, that's God, that's God all day. That's incredible. Yeah. So are you the one that like, okay, artists are turning their album to, and you, you say, no, I don't like this song or yeah, I like these songs. No, that's you the A&R. Okay. So the way it starts, the the well, you know, now it's different because they know real A and R's nowadays. But anyway, um, so the way the way it starts is, you know, the artist has an A and R, and they're in the studio while they're, you know, they finding the producers for them and they're creating the whole projects. Once the album or the EP or the mixtape or whatever it is is complete, then the baton is handed off to the marketing person. So mm -hmm. the marketing person, in layman's terms, we manage the artist on behalf of the label. So we're the liaison between every single department. We control the, the main budget. Um, we allocate funds and let like the radio dudes, you know, we ask them, you know, to let me know how much you need and we will either agree or cut it down and you have to stay within your numbers. So we got to check what radio is doing. We have to make sure that the media department is getting the narrative and getting placements, you know, now it's mm -hmm. digitally before it was in the magazines. Um, we have to sit down with the commerce people or the digital people now and just get their plans and find out, you know, what, what DSPs was it's going on, what campaigns are you doing, what ad placements, you know, are you gonna put it on a YouTube channel, playlisting. So the marketing person is the hot seat for every single person. The dope thing about that is that you get to really learn every aspect of breaking this record, except really for A&R because you're not. Now for me, I don't know if you guys know Jimmy Maynus. Do you know Jimmy Maynus? No. So Jimmy Maynus used to be an A&R over at Jive and he just produced, he manages Salt and Pepper and Naughty by Nature now. Um, and he did a lot of gospel stuff too in between that. And he just produced the Salt and Pepper movie that came out. Um, oh, okay. 
So when we were on Clubhouse one day, he was giving me my flowers and he was like, you know, Camille was really a different marketing person because she was down in the studios with the A&R. She was sitting with us and going through creative because I wanted to know what they saw when they decided to sign this artist and then how I could take that to the next level. You know what I mean? So that's why I tried to entrench myself in all the departments and, you know, and sit down with an Azim Rashid and be like, nigga, I need to, you, you, what kind of spins you getting on this BDS Azim? Like we need to make it work. Cause I'm the cheerleader for this artist in the building. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what marketing does all day. And then, you know, we come up with the plans for the video. We solicit for the treatments, talk to the artists, come up with an idea for the video shoots. Um, styling, that part of it is so much fun. The styling and, and brand imaging and then trying to get brand endorsement deals. Yeah, marketing is great. It's it's great. It's a lot of work, but it's great. It sounds dope, man. And, and yeah, I, I just realized, man, I ain't got my other lights on, man. I'm, I'm wondering why it looks so dark in here and shit. <laughs> and I just realized I don't have the lights on. That's okay. It's it's uh, it's very, um, you know, at home and a warm feeling. I like it. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I like it. Like yeah, except for that little spot over there. Oh, it's bothering me so bad. That was that spot is bothering. Because I got to. I see it. Yeah, I see it. It shouldn't be there. Just turn your head. Don't look at it. I'm, it's, it's bothering me. It's all in my head. It's fucking with me. <laughs> oh, so what's so what's what's your favorite era of music? The 90s. Absolutely. 90s music is undefeated, man. Undefeated when it comes to lyrical yeah. uh, bravado. When it comes to the culture, um, nothing beats the 90s at all. Nah, I mean, early nah. 2000s, maybe up to like 2004 or five might have been okay. I'm not being disrespectful of the new generation. I'm not I'm not that type of person. I'm not the I, I, I would say the 60s or the 70s. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, old, bro. And I, I may actually say the 70s. I agree. I agree. I agree with her. That, that, and that was like... Okay, the, so Let's go back to the 70s. So start naming. <laughs> I want to know the artists that you think is really dope in the 70s. Like like what the Marvin I mean, Gaye's? Absolutely. The whole uh Stevie Wonders. Uh then you had you also had Disco, which Disco was not at all was not all bad. Like they had some fire no, disco. disco wasn't bad. They did. I love Donna Summer. I you had hip, hip hip hop was created. Okay, um, I wasn't in school hip hop like that. Oh like, yeah, man. Like I've been, it, I'm it, old. It, 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 yes. Yes. Don't stop the, it, the, the, the message, shit like that. Well, no, that was the 80s. That was 80s, bro. Yeah. yeah. But hip hop was created in the 70s. Uh, no. Um, and, and a lot of the old school R and B groups, like if you go to the OJs, you go to the Whispers. Oh yeah. Like classic shit in the 70s. Yo, no, it's no, classic. No, they had, but yeah, not for, that wasn't my. It's, it's classic shit, yo. But it's not fucking with Tribe Called Quest. No, you know what I'm saying? It's not. It's just not, bro. Like it's. I mean, it's, um, it's um, damn. What is what is what is uh the Stevie Wonder uh album songs in the no, key this, of life? Listen, Stevie Wonder got it all day. Like we can't. Stevie's in a whole different other category. Like Stevie's yeah. like. I mean, when 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 did Off the Wall come out? Wasn't that in the nineties? No, 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 no. Right off the Wall came out in the seventies. Yeah, I oh, believe. Well, we, did it? No, the off the wall come on the 80s. No, no. We no, Michael no, Jackson no. off the wall, right? Michael Jackson off the yeah. wall. 
That was the 80s, bro. That was like 81. It must have been the 80s. I'm, yeah, that definitely wasn't those 70s think, at all. I'm thinking late 70s, but y'all might be right on that. No, it's, it's, it's 80s. That's 80s. It's the 80s. 80s. Definitely not the 70s. No, that was the 80s. Yeah, no, like, listen, that's the best, the most, that's the root of the culture, for sure. Nothing beats that. Like, nothing beats that because that's where everything was sampled from, right? So without that, there would be no hip-hop. But we're talking about, like, when music really started to have commercial, big commercial viability was the 90s, that when things started to change and that trajectory started to change. I think it was the 90s when hip-hop really started, like, you saw the white kids, like, woof, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Motown was, like, you know, niche I don't even want to say niche because it was dope, but it wasn't selling records like the 90s and then the 2000s started selling records, you know? Yeah, like I, I give all respect, respect due, you know what I mean, to, to that era because they, they, you say that they, they're the foundation, but it's just not, it, it's not, man. Like I, I would, I'm not, if you had a choice, either one is the OJs or Blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm come on, man. I'm listen to the OJs, bro. Not uh, don't I'm do not. this. Don't do this, man. Not today. <laughs> no, come uh, on, man. Well, like, like really, bro? Like the OJs or or, or Blueprint? Yes, I'm. You're gonna I'm listen to three bro. songs on the OJ's album, bro. You're gonna play Blueprint the mm -hmm. entire way. Actually, I think so. Come on, bro. You know I'm. You know you, you stop, man. How Melvin and the Blue Notes? I can't. I want to listen to about one or two songs. Okay, I'm right. with you on the Harold Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Teddy Pendergrass is, is is fire. You know what I'm saying? Teddy Pendergrass is ridiculous. He's not fucking with college dropout, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like Barry White. So you love a Barry White, and I love a Barry White. My mother loved the Barry White and the Teddy. I, you know, um, that's the music I was listening to with my mother. But no, I'm not playing that music in my no. Nah, I mean, man. but you also talking about some of the greatest hip hop uh, albums ever, too, bro. Like, there's you said all you said off the wall, bro. Off the what wall, is a classic though. That's a classic. That's my point. So, what, that so I can't pull out that was a big record you named. Yeah. Yeah. I would play that. I would play that over over Kanye, bro. I can I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I can see that. No college right. dropout though. That that's a great album though. That's a great a, album. That's a great album. That is a great album. I can't, you know, as much as I want to be contrary about this shit, it's that's a fucking fire ass album. That's a really great album. Okay, yeah. so 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 you got to take five CDs with you anywhere on the planet. Where you? What CDs you taking? Me? Yes. Oh my god, I need y'all help. I'm taking the Miseducation of Lauren Hill that just got just went diamond. I'm not mad at that. One. I'm taking Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder. Understood. Okay. Understood. Um, damn, I'm going to take um, Live or Die, the Biggie, Biggie Live or Die. Is that the name of the album? Life or Death. Life or Death. Life Sorry. after death. Taking, life after death. I'm taking Life after death. I'm taking which is which is I'm taking the Tupac album, but I can't help me. I would say uh, Machiavelli. Machiavelli. Yeah. I'm taking Machiavelli, and then I have one more. It's not going to be hip hop at all. It's not going to. I'm taking a Bob Marley album, the best of Bob Marley. That's good. That, that's that's really that's that's a good thing. I am not a big Jamaica music fan, Jamaican music fan, but I can understand that one. Oh my God, I was at, Bob Marley is incredible. Bob Marley yeah. fan. Yeah, well, he, he's he's the pinnacle. The pinnacle of it all. Got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So I can. Understand my mom. That. 
my mom's married island niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. them niggas we walk around the crib and flip flops and shit. You know what I'm saying? Playing, you know, like Peter Tosh and like all. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had no choice, but I, I got I grew to love that shit though. Yeah. Um, I would not definitely would not take any biggie. You wouldn't take a biggie. Album? No, uh, no, not at all. Not you are really there are okay, so many Hold on. No, let's go through your five right now. Go ahead. I, let's okay, go. okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go I'm taking five. I'm that's taking it. the chronic and, and doggy style. Okay. That's two. That's two. That's two. That's two. I'm I'm okay. taking Illmatic. Okay. Um he's still in the 90s. He ain't even go right back to the 70s, but you keep going. Not at all. Yeah, when, we, when we talk, because when I'm talking about perfect <laughs> albums, man, yes, man, I give it to the '90s. Perfect albums, okay, but for era, okay. I would go with '70s music. No, you got two more, bro. You got. Two. I got two more. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What did I say? Uh, uh, Chronic, Doggy Style, um, Illmatic, Illmatic, uh, uh, Southern Playalistic. Okay, um, that's Outkast. It it is, and I would take uh, East 1999. Okay, I don't, the fifth one. You ain't named one. Bone Thugs and no. Harmony. Oh, no, 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 listen. Bone, bone when Bone Thugs and Harmony came out, what year was that? That was 90 something, wasn't it? Oh, 2000? Really? Oh, really? 95. So you done took the whole 90s with you on the stranded eye on the. On hey, the yes, 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 yes. If you I gotta take. If I gotta take just so, CDs. Like yes. mm-hmm. No Delphonics. No Delphonics. <laughs> I got, I got, I got. Personal, I have personal memories with those albums. So then you like should. Shit that happened in my life. On the like, when we talk about errors, like if I had to take an era, I take the seventy. You, you, you lost your dog and went to go play brandy, nigga. <laughs> you, I, 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 but my, my 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 CDs, you can't talk about though. You you cannot complain. Oh, you you may not you, you may not you may not agree with me on the other shit. Let me tell you something. You just lost all the credibility that you had before. Oh my God. Stop! Y'all gotta stop, man. <laughs> lost it all. Okay, you know had all had this to, talk. I had to be honest. I had to be honest. And those five CDs. Oh like, my if, God. if I'm going somewhere out of town, anywhere on the planet. So yeah, basically, I'm what you're saying five. is that we were right and you was wrong. Right. That's fact. That's <laughs> I'm gonna keep fact. on moving. I'm not gonna agree to that at all. I'm a. I'm a. Think <laughs> you can have this little fantasy of your life of your own, okay? You but we nigga, you ain't your honesty, okay, bro? Oh my god! You ain't say, my nigga, you ain't say the shy like nobody, my nigga, nobody. <laughs> You didn't even say the five heartbeats, bro. God damn, Stop it, man. bro. That's not even a 70s group, man. It's the five heartbeats was a real group. Is it? That's fact. <laughs> I, I, oh I've never God. heard of the five heartbeats in real life. The bro. five heartbeats was a real group. You, you, no, they were not, bro. You didn't say Don or something. You ain't say Minnie Rippington. You talking about. Because I definitely would not take a Minnie Rippington like, whole album. No. Yo, if you would say James Brown. James Brown. Me too. Like, what happened to James Brown? What happened to us now? Yo, you said, I can't remember. Like, like, like. He goes backpedaling. The name back. of his CDs or his albums, James Brown. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't listen to no all that. I can't listen to all that shit for too long. I'm sorry. You know what though? I I uh I saw a video of him and Pavarotti doing uh, uh yeah. it's a man's world. That might have been must have been dope. 
That shit fire. was probably yeah. one of the best performances I've ever seen. No, he James did, like, was the like, man. James yeah. was the first black man to have his own jet. He was. James did a lot for the black community. He was one of the original revolutionaries that were talking about black rights and stuff. People don't mm-hmm. give James the credit. They just want to talk about crazy James at the end of his career. But yeah. James really, I mean, and I think, I don't know, but he might be one of the most sampled pers- people out of know, all time, yeah, I think. Yes. Yeah. So he's the goal. Like, yeah. yeah, he doesn't get his. And business. he was on his shit business wise. Niggas, look at James Brown like he was just dumb. He was not. Yes. No, right. You know, he, he tried to and tell a lot was, of other cats to get on their shit too, and they didn't listen. They don't listen, and that was the tightest band ever. If you listen musically to that band, and mm-hmm. he would look at them and. And he used to tax them, I hear. I think my husband, told, my husband told me that, like, if you were off beat, you got taxed by James. Wow. If that drummer didn't hit the beat right or the, the yeah. yeah, you be, he, he be, I heard he, shit like yeah. that. Yeah, he taxes, he taxed you. So they they were incredible musicians. Yeah. Yeah, they, they wow. absolutely were. You know, um, Earth, Wind, and Fire album, I, I might take. Earth, Wind, and Fire oh, is one of take. my You might, you might take. Yeah, I might take that one. Can't remember what? the name of it, though. See, that's fucked up because that's just really bad. I would take their greatest hits, definitely. Definitely. And you know what? I need that as my sixth album. Sorry. Yeah. I might throw out somebody for Earth, Wind, and Fire. I feel you on I'm that. Taking, well, hold on. What about Brother album. Johnson? We can keep going. Yeah, but Brother Johnson is fire. <laughs> Brother Johnson is John. fire. They fire, though. No, Brother Johnson okay. is fire. Because he was talking to us like he was the king of this era, and now we're giving it back to you, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fact. Dope though, man. Stop it, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all can't act like the seventies and put nope. in that work musically. Yo, but it's not better. Than, it's, it's yo, nineties music is undefeated, bro. It's not fuck with the nineties. I think so too. And and you just proved that, okay? You proved absolutely. Uh, and and we we thank you see, for being honest. See, look, he said this. Look, he from Detroit. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's why. That's why he said that. The motor capital of the world. I didn't even mention yeah. Motown, bro. He did. You should have. Honestly, you, like, yeah, I, I could. Yeah, I should have. But more, more the '60s for me with Motown. Oh my God! Now you want to go back ever again? You want to just? Pick- <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just talking about. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm talking about like I think the '60s. I think Motown in the '60s was doper than Motown in the '70s. That's what I'm saying. Now the sixties was who Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell, yeah, Supremes? yeah, the Temptations, the Supremes. Yes, I agree with that. Martha and the Vandellas. Okay, okay, but we're not trying to look. We're not taking that to no to no island with us at all. We're not. Nah, I, I, if I'm I, taking I, five, if I'm taking five albums, let's get free. Mm. Machiavelli. I could go with that one. Um, I'm gonna probably go. Reasonable doubt. Okay. Um, definitely would not be my Jay Z album if I had to take. I'm not one. taking any Jay Z with me, but go ahead. Um, Sade, Love Deluxe. Oh, okay. Um, that's 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 a destination specific. And uh, <laughs> nah, bro, like that, you, like, you gotta have Sade. You gotta have Sade oh. in your spirit, my nigga. Oh, no, like, if I'm going, saying? if I'm going to Atlanta, I'm not taking Sade, bro. But no, I'd rather, it, take, I'd rather take Anita Baker than Sade. Yeah, absolutely. But I like, see, they, 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 I got them naked. They my one A and one B. 
Okay. So like, I'm not it's mad gonna at one that. Or the other. I'm yeah. not mad. It's going to be one it's going to be one or the other. Yeah. So yeah. like I like I I don't like an entire Anita Baker albums. I, it would be her greatest hit. Yeah, I love I love Love Deluxe. You know what I'm saying? Like I know that entire album. But then you're gonna, the be, was fire, you're gonna be sitting on the stranded island crying. Exactly. Break the coconuts up and niggas is just <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I say it's, desti- it's destination specific. That, yeah, that is very destination and specific. I'll probably say the purple ring soundtrack. <gasps> oh my god, I'm not I, mad at I, that. At the purple rain I, soundtrack. I forgot I'm not that, bro. Like I, I, my and my six. My and my six is the purple tape. That's it. I mean, if I'm gonna do uh like woo, I'm gonna be 36 chambers. I'm not doing no woo. That's too much for me. That's too much for me to be stuck with every day. I know. No. <laughs> but I, get it. I could I could fuck with 36 chambers on a daily basis, but I I, I can I, listen to purple tape every fucking day. It really? don't matter. It, I can listen to it. Every, it does not most matter. Guys, most guys would listen to that every day. I can't do that every day. Yeah. Yeah. I can, not every day. Yeah. It's certain song. I listen to certain songs every day, yo, just so it's in my spirit, bro. Like I, I put them shits like in just in rotation. Like my like my meditation is like I work out. So like that's a part of my meditation. Is just a, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like I, I I ingest certain songs like on a daily basis, like just because it mean that much to me. So I like like criminology, like I don't care. Like, yo, I I listen to that song every day. I listen to criminology every day. Wow, Every I don't know, day. man. I think my guilty pleasure now is drill music. Like, I'm I just what? Really nah. what? I no with, way, I, bro. And the UK drill music, like, I like the beats in the UK better. Um, they kind of get on the same. Everybody spits exactly the same. Dying alpha. I mean, Dirk tries to keep it, but even now, Dirk is going more mainstream. So there really is no real drill right now. Like, no, right. Real, like, it's yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the, I like the New York drill scene too, though. I don't like because that's not what uh, we do. Like we need to get back to what we do. Like New York needs to get back to the New York sound. The West Coast had their sound. Philly had their sound. You know what I'm saying? Like Chicago mm-hmm. had their sound. And now when you listen to something, you don't know where this person is from. You right. and then when niggas say, "Oh, that's a New York rapper," you like what? Because everybody sounds the same. Mm-hmm. And I loved when we all had our eras of sound and producers, right? Like you knew when that was a, a, a primo beat and you knew when that was a Pete Rock beat and you knew a Swiss beat. And that was just a bunch of just mishmash to me. Yeah, it, It's not though. Like, like you can tell, it is, though. like you could tell by the, by the, the lingo who's from New York and who's from Chicago, let's say. Like yeah. Chicago is completely different drill music, even though the beats may be similar, it's yeah. completely different than than New York shit, and and, and obviously like London shit because they got accents, yeah. Is, you know, so so it's like everybody in the same lane now, but they got di- different, you know, they on the same freeway, but they got different lanes. Different lanes. Okay. What about nah, you? Do you like it's the same? You think I, it's I, too? I didn't hear what you said, Queen. I said, do you like EDM music then? If you like the London drill, do you like? <clears throat> no, not really. No, not really. Okay, just yeah. ask. Nah, I, I think I think it's the same, bro. Like it meant something to like sound from like you sound like you New York. You know what I mean? Like that's what I don't get. Like Atlanta niggas still sound like Atlanta niggas. Like they ain't changed that right. up. Mr. Atlanta. Atlanta niggas haven't adjusted. You know what I mean? Like the South, 
the South niggas haven't adjusted. It's always it's up top people, and it's like a lot of people sound like they. Eh. You may have a point. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I don't personally. I don't like it. I appreciate the artists who stay true to themselves and just don't follow and just don't follow the trends. You know what I mean? I appreciate them more for that. Like the same way I can appreciate like. It's not like, that easy like now that. as an artist, though, bro. It's, it's, it's not. But like, if you could rap, you could rap, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but like, like, like if, if you don't sound like 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 a certain wave, like look at these like Detroit rappers, uh, for instance. Ninety nine percent of Detroit rappers right now sound exactly the same. They get the same beat yeah. from the same cat, and they all got the same cadence, the same structure, the same content. It's all the same. But if you don't do that. Like, 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 like it, it's a hundred percent harder for you to get on if you go but against the grain, even just a little bit now. They need to challenge themselves. Like, you know, every time yeah. we do music in Clubhouse, you know, we tell them like, you know, stack your vocals, that auto tune shit, that shit gotta go now. It's just, I'm I old. mean, but Jay-Z said that too, and it didn't work. He just killed one nigga's career. Mm. Nah, like yo, and I would sue like, that nigga if I was if I was him too. By the way, <laughs> the thing is, the, the, yo, the thing is, the thing is, it's it's about being original. Like I, I I like Kevin Gates, but I like Kevin Gates. I was a fan of Kevin Gates when I heard Kevin him speak. Gates is dope. Kevin Gates is a dope. He, he's a dope yeah. artist. You know what I'm saying? When I heard him speak, that's what made me a fan. Like, like I like people who. I, I come off transparent, you know what I mean? At least yeah. it let you window it like for who they are. Listen, yeah. I, like I appreciate little people. I like little baby a lot. I like the baby. Little baby's dope. Little baby's dope. Yeah. Little baby's dope. The baby's dope. Um, who else do I really, really? I I love me some Roddy Rich. I'm waiting for. I don't know why he's taking so long to put more music. Yeah, Roddy Rich is Roddy Rich is fire. I love Rod Wave. He's dope too. You know, there's a lot oh. of there's a lot of the young ones that are really, really good. You know, that's yeah. just. Um, you know, but I just want to see some, just some uniqueness coming in. And I don't, I want these new artists to not be afraid to just kind of think outside the box and, and creatively come up with new sounds. You know, I want to hear just new, something new production. I want full production. Yeah. I'm not hearing a lot of that. I mean, gunshots, gunshots is, is cool. Like a 30 round clip. All right. hundred rounds. You know what I'm saying? Big booty yeah. bitch. You know what I'm saying? 50 rats. 12 keys, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I got it. You know what yeah. I mean? And then, like, then what? Then what? You know, and, and, and then what? And they can't, it's the same shit. And it's just like, it's old. Like, certain people, I like, I, I think I, it's just our, I think it's just us, though, bro. We're a little bit more mature. We're a little bit more. Not. Like, yeah, like, I mean, like some, you think some about, much, you but think even, about, like, like, bro, like, like, if you honestly look back, like, we all can say safely, we grew up on '90s music. Whether you think mm -hmm. that's your favorite or not, we all grew up on that shit. Right, right. We had some pretty brain numbing type of shit too, bro. We just don't want to look <laughs> back and, and assess the shit. No, that's, like, that's and, true. and me, it's, and me coming from like, like being born in '72, I've seen hip hop from day one, and yo, uh, I, 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 I was a fan of Two Live Crew, bro. I, I was I a fan it. of Too Short when 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 Freaky Tales came out. Right. Like I'm nah. talking extremely brain numbing <laughs> shit, nigga. Yo, but it's not <laughs> blowing a nigga's brains out. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not that. Like sidebar. Last week I worked with a nigga who used to dance for me. Like he was on. Like, pause that, because that sounds to, like very tender. Yeah, definitely big pause, pause big pause. <laughs> but they, he, he used to run with Luke. Yo, from Florida and shit. 
and it was telling me stories and shit last week. I forgot about that. But yeah, like, nah, it's you still like, for instance, a mob beat. They rapped about violent shit, but it was Club under the skill. Yeah, it was cleverly written. You know what I'm saying? It was written it like it was not the same. Yes, it's it was still it was it was still a skill incorporated with it. There's stuff it ain't none of that. literal, so literal. And all I keep telling yeah. them every day is like open up a book, like look at a dictionary, read a thesaurus, figure out a way to say what you're saying in a different right. way. The pen game is so lacking right now, and that's right. what the 90s always win because the things that they would say and the creative way that the nuances and the cadence was just so dope. And now it's just like you said, it's so literal. Like, you know, I took out a Glock and it's just, come mm -hmm. on, bro. Come on. Come yo, on. like, think about it. Like, yo, it's a nigga. I believe this top. generation way more than I believe the 90s. Oh, they're gonna kill you this generation. They're yes, not, they they're, will, not bro. they're gonna take out a gun and shoot you dead. They're yes. not taking, they're not yes. fighting. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's facts. They're gonna kill you dead. We let yeah. niggas get away with a lot of lying. <laughs> we did. Niggas was getting smoked in the 90s, bro. Like two, nigg two niggas got smoked, bro. No, because you had the whole gang errors. Don't say that. Yes, yeah, yo, you crazy. I'm talking about I'm talking about, about hip-hop wise. We lost a lot of soldiers. Niggas was getting smoked, bro. In hip-hop, who, bro, besides Pac and Biggie? Nick, you don't niggas, you don't know, man. Like you it's a lot of people that that so it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I, apparently, apparently I, I I don't know why I was asleep. <laughs> I know now some rappers get shot every week. Oh, no, they die every minute. Yeah, because they don't talk through and they're just, like I said, this, you know, and then they're just, this is a very hating generation. And and Man. our generation wasn't, you know, our, our we don't walk around with, you know, the, the freaking, we had Rolexes, of course, but we wasn't walking around. You know, you might get stopped at like a how can I be down? Your ass is going to get robbed, you know, at one of the conventions or something. You know, he's going to get robbed at the Fat Burger. You was going to get robbed. But now it's like they're so accessible. Yeah. You know, then they doing like, half of the deaths of this new generation could really have been preventable. You know, Juice World on this plane, if he had one seasoned person to turn around and say, Y'all niggas want to rent a plane and got shit on the plane, then let's pay off the freaking uh pilot. The pilot. Right. Y'all niggas got some wet pilot that y'all don't even know, and he goes and he rats you out. Then none of y'all niggas would have turned around and take the shit away. Like one of y'all is supposed to take the fall. You know that, right? Facts. There's one nigga in the team that That's you supposed are always yeah. supposed to take the fall, and then we're gonna pay for you, make sure your little commissary straight, take care of your family till you come out. Pop smoke. If there was one motherfucker that turned around and said, "Stand over here, bro. Stand, don't sh give me that bag." Mm -hmm. Just stupid, just just stupidest. Or you got your location on, bro. Don't do that, bro. Don't, bro. Come here. Yeah. But that's your brother taking pictures in front of the crib with the number of the house, right? Filming the bags that come with the address on. Just it's so it triple triple X. Yeah. Who going to go buy a bike with a bag of money by yourself, bro? They no bodyguard. They no gun. No gun. You ain't got no gun. No gun, right? Like three important. My my son like broke down with these mm. three artists. Like you are killing this young generation. All of their heroes, because we got to understand that's their heroes. Right. Yeah. Like yo, NBA young boy. Is like a god to these little niggas, bro. Child. That's oh my mean. god. I mean, but bro. every generation's got they they they, they icons. 
bro, I seen old dope fiends on the corner rapping NBA Young Boy songs, bro. No lie. No lie, bro. I don't know where you are driving yep. at, at, bro, but... Bro, Baltimore, yo. What you mean? He streams. That boy is like one of the top streaming artists. He streams. I don't he know is what a, it is. He I is God so to them niggas. But he is. He streams. That boy. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he crazy. That boy. So, yeah. What would be your advice to him? If you if you could just get on the phone with, with and not necessarily him, but just this younger generation per se, mm -hmm. and you could give them some advice, what would it be? That you don't have to be all things and you have to learn how to delegate. You have to learn how to be an artist and you have to pick people that are in your team. You have to be around people that are like-minded and who, who, who do things in certain lanes better than you. You know, it's important to be an artist, but it's also really important to have self-care and, and care about your well-being. You know, everything doesn't have to be a show. And so I just really want to grab them up and like really, you know, listen, you can't help everybody. You are not supposed yeah. to help everybody. Your boys ain't not, is not supposed to be your fucking manager because they don't know how to manage. Now, if you want to keep giving your boy and your boy's family some bread so that they can live fine, that's fine. But they don't got to be your business manager. And they shouldn't be the ones making the decisions for you. So I really just kind of want to do like a whole one-on-one -on -one with them and just sit down and have a conversation about just how important their life is and how the mistakes that they're making could be so avoided, you know? Um, even the personal, like every shit ain't for show, you know? You Man. know, like, everything ain't for show, you know? So, it, but you gotta understand when we came up, this is the conversations we had with our artists, right? They were uh, almost a parental conversation. And there were times, like I said, like, like a lot of artists, like Mike calls me Ma and I'm not old enough to be his mother, mm -hmm. but I provided a maternal um safe safe net for him that when i spoke to him i spoke to him with eyes that looking from not on the inside and that i really cared about him and they were able to listen and no one around these guys everybody is laughing at their jokes every nigga is yesing them nobody's fighting them nobody's saying nigga that shit you doing is crazy right now famous dex nigga you don't need another fucking cup you don't need another pill, nigga. Go to sleep. Go eat something. Ain't nobody telling them that. These niggas want to be put on. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be put on, you want to get paid, you're going to do whatever that boy say, whenever he say it, however he say it. Right. And that's why these kids are dying. They want to be rock stars. You know, black, yeah. us black, black people, we wasn't taking no pills back in the day. That nah. was rock star shit. Niggas was smoking. They was drinking. They might have been doing their little coke and stuff, whatever, and they partied and stuff. But the shit that these these little kids is on now, that's yeah, some other shit. That's yeah, some shit. That's yeah. some shit that goes so far out of our culture. It's mm -hmm. crazy that we've accepted and 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 adopted this new lifestyle that we never did before. And that's what's so scary. This this you know perking you putting perk in every every sentence of of the verse. Yeah, or Zanny or Zanny Bob. Come on. And then they're not even clever. You know, Drake does it, but Drake does it. You know, cool. She took a half. I took a whole. Right. We slow down. So he's saying it, but he's saying it clever. Right. No, these niggas is just, they just, everywhere they go, they got a cup in their hand. You know, Wayne, you worse too. You do, you, you the worst too. I'm sorry. You the worst. Dope too. things. 
I mean, know, I mean like like looking at him should be like all they need to not do that shit. And maybe they popular crackheads. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the, that's it. Thank you. That's exactly what they are. God, God that's it. They popular crack. They famous and popular crackheads, and that's a damn shame. Yeah, damn shame. They don't use, they go into rehab, they're not, they're coming in and out. And these kids are young. You know, like I feel every time I see famous Dex on 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 his socials, I just I'm like, yo, where where's the fucking label though? Come on now. Yeah. Somebody say something. At, at what point do you take responsibility for these artists? Right. But they don't care because look they at they don't care about them, right? No, they never cared about they're replaceable. The they're replaceable. We yeah. all of us are re- replaceable. I said that a lot. We're all we're all replaceable. Everyone absolutely. Above. You know, I died at night. They will be interviewing for my job. Yes. by Monday. It's the truth, though. And 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 once you know that you can you can have the power within yourself to be the best you can be. But when these niggas start touting old Columbia Records, Atlantic Records, niggas nigga buy. Because in a second, when you do the wrong shit, that record don't play, or you make the mistake, that seat's gonna be filled by somebody else. I mean, this shit right here is the new record industry. To be quite Thanks. honest, podcasting. Yeah, you know, um, that's what I'm learning and seeing now. Man, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. What I'm so yep. you definitely got to, you definitely got to talk to me after and give me some wisdom. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think, think bigger. I have to think bigger now. Yeah, that's a fact. Hey, hey, hey! There are people out here getting millions of dollars for yeah. having fifty shows. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, and they you know. don't, you know, and then the labels, they don't want the vets anymore. You know, they used to, they used to rely on the specialists like us because we knew what was hot. We were in the streets, you know, now all they got to do is look at the numbers, but they don't understand that the numbers is proven that that's not always that works and the numbers could be manipulated. So a lot of the things that they thought was going to go well because of the numbers really didn't. I mean, I, I know for a fact that they can. I just don't know how to do that shit. I wish I did. We have a lot more numbers than we do. Yeah. <laughs> I would manipulate <laughs> no What? Yes, yes, this video had 74 trillion views. No, but How you know that, doing that? that. No, but that does come back and bite you in the ass, though. It does. <laughs> they figure it out sooner or later. They do. But they but the whole come on, the whole radio game, the whole it's the same. It's the same. It's always been the same. It's a manipulation mm-hmm. game. Let's not be let's not be like romantic and like oh no it's real no it's not organic it's it's manipulated and you know that's how it is yeah i had somebody break it down to me excuse me before and it was i was like god damn man just thinking about that shit make me want to puke yeah it's a lot it's a lot yeah you know the things and people like the the whole process is in, is an intentional predictable way of going about it but you got to be in a certain loop to get those type of perks yeah definitely it's a network of things yeah yeah you know like the other day um you know people always ask for playlisting and the other day kids from kid and play he just put a new song out i think was it last week with with this kid um biscuit from philly Mm -hmm. and he was like and i we did this whole joke about him because you know i'm going to do a record right like it's so weird like that's 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 one of my like um bucket list things so i have like all of these known people helping me do this one record just so that when i die that's fire though yeah no i did it on clubhouse and everybody thought I was joking. I was dead ass serious. So kid was like, um, Camille, can you critique the song? We just put it out. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that if you write me a verse. But I was joking and serious at the same time. And he was like, are you serious? And I was like, shit, let me just go with it. So now I got kid writing me the verse on the hook. Uh-huh. Um, I got Neiman who manages. He's a he's a hit maker, hit maker DJ. 
he's going to get Lady London to do the second verse and hook. Mm-hmm. I got um, Lil Ronnie, who's a Grammy nominee, Grammy winning producer, to do the beat for me. Like I went all crazy. I got Yo, that's crazy. No, like I did it all at once. And then I got um, Skip Dillard came on, and I said, Skip, I'm getting ready to do a record, and it's gonna be a rap record. And when I premiere it, can I come up to the station when the world opens? And he was like, Are you serious to me? I said, Yeah. He goes, Of course you can. And them niggas was like, That's bitch. And I did that in five minutes. But I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Are you? I mean, you gotta rap too, though. You gotta say something. No, I can't do that right now. They gotta teach me how to do this. Like I could rap in the car, but people say like the way I talk is kind of like how she rhymes. So I'm just figuring if she sits with me, then I can do it. But I can't do it. I got. I'm you know I'm behind the scenes. But I'm gonna practice and practice, and I'm gonna get it recorded. Yeah, keep it's us posted on that one. And then I'm gonna come is. back and showcase it on here, and y'all gonna be like, "Oh, this bitch was really serious." <laughs> no, I'm working. I'm. I'm a. I never. I can't rap either. But like, yeah, I stop wanna, right there, bro. Nah, <laughs> I wanna. I wanna make an EP for like five songs to just diss all the niggas I don't like, and then I retire. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the thing is gonna diss me. <laughs> hey, you know you gotta be and, and, and you don't want this work either, too, bro. You just hey, hey, I'm coming look, back. Yo, if I learn how to rap, my nigga, you can't fuck with me, bro. I, 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 I know how to rap, bro. You gotta put in all that 70s shit you was talking. Yeah, matter of fact, I'm a sample of dance moves, my nigga. Like, I don't want no pause in them shit. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the corner crying, listening to some Sade uh samples. That's on the island, though. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the nation record. Leave him alone. No, but I say do it. No, or do whatever it is that you want to do. So that's what I want to do. I'm gonna do it yeah. for fun. Oh yeah, Jobs. Fuck <laughs> 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 I'm gonna use the hit him up beat too. Whatever, man. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> hey, I, you know what? I, all right, I'm, 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 I'm gonna use that no Vaseline beat. Oh shit! You. Oh, you gonna come back? Okay. Yes. Yo. Okay. Yes. I will, if, when I learn how to rap, I will, I'll rap. Yeah, I'll be seven. I'll be seventy-two, bro. We gonna figure this rapping out. We gonna yeah. figure this out. We've been in enough rooms that once we try to do it, we'll figure out the cadence. Yeah, that's a fact. We've been in enough rooms, so I'm I'm gonna be able to do it. I'm gonna try. Yeah, Jobs, you like <laughs> whatever, man. You like uh, you like number four, my nigga. <laughs> like <laughs> 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 bad when I come back with this ether. Hey, Sun, and, and, and Sunray from uh Australia, shout out to Sunray. He wants to know, uh he wants he wants us to say that he got beats. And if if you need a beat from Australia, he got you. Oh yeah, tell them please send it to me. Shit, we might do a whole EP now. Fuck that. Definitely. Uh, where? No, it, let me tell you something. The people. How does he send it to you though? Um, DM me through my Instagram. It's CME underscore GRP, and uh, DM me. I love to listen to it. Awesome. Yeah, Sunray. Okay, Sunray. Thank you, bro. Yeah, and I know Doc is probably somewhere. Like, man, why didn't you ask for so and so? I don't know, bro. I can't, I can't think right now, man. It's, just, it's, it's, it's a lot of shit going on. No, it's but you, you, you've had such a phenomenal career. Like it's just, it's yeah. it's it's impossible to know where to start. Yeah, it's kind of like so. So what's next? Are you are you are you building a helicopter? You know, like 
I do want to. I do want to write the book. That is on. That is on. On there. I do want to um, have my own nonprofit where I'm teaching the business of music to children. Mm. And I created a whole curriculum and I started talking to like Senator Senator Comrie in Queens. And I did have a school, but then COVID came in. So that I do want to do. Um, Yo, we did have a couple of uh, state senators on like a couple of weeks ago. You did. Yeah. So dope. Yeah, we interviewed um, Bur Borough President Adams on Clubhouse last week because you know he's running for mayor. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I asked him like two questions. It was it was my, three of us, and we asked him two questions each. Um, what else do I want to do? I just want to be really happy. Um, you know what I really want? You will not believe it. So I want to move to a tropical island, probably Puerto Rico, and I want to have a goat in my yard. Like that's been a dream of mine to have my own goat. That, 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 that's dope. No, like I really want to go. I've been saying uh, for years, like I want my own goat. Yeah. You know, and I want to come out and just like sit on. Not a, a pony. No, I want a goat. Not an alligator. No, I want a goat. A goat. I want a goat, and I could just okay. see her like chewing and chewing the little hay, and I'm just sitting there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Graham. <laughs> Graham. <laughs> Uh, why is go that's part of my dream you actually <laughs> want and that's what i want i want to like you know in the next five years i don't want to be here i want to be have my own house and just sitting outside like you know with a drink in my hand and just like on the veranda and i'm just my goat is tied right next to me and then i, I have a closed in so she could and it has to be a female in case i want to mate her but i want to go and i've i've truly been saying this for about 10 years i want to go you I don't even know what her name is. No, because you can't have a goat in the city. I need her to still have freedom of being outside and, you know, not in this country. I don't want to have a goat in this country. I want a goat outside of this country. I don't want no damn chickens and roosters because that motherfucker start waking you up at four or five in the morning with that noise. <laughs> I don't want that. But yeah. I want a goat. Yeah. yeah. A goat probably a cool pet, bro. Like, that's a, probably cool. a really cool pet. It don't do nothing. It just sit there and eat all yeah. day. You know, I mean, all the ghosts that I've seen stunk. No, she's not going to stink because I'm going to bathe her and I'm going to, you know, put like bubbly stuff on her, like <laughs> smelling things. And then if somebody try to come for me, she's going to butt them. You get what I'm saying? She's a, you know, you can't come in no yard with no goat like that. So I'm going to let her hit them and she got them horns. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's really a dream of mine. And I don't Man, know why. When, when you get the goat, please send me a picture of the goat. I definitely will. I, I, Let I, me tell I, you something. When I went to Africa with Casanova to shoot the 2 a.m. video, because I orchestrated that entire video, Um, you know, the hyenas in the video? Have you you've seen the video, right? Did mm, you watch the with David? Like, you're really showing your age right now, bro. And it's really. <laughs> I mean, I, I am an old <laughs> man. It's I need, you to, I need you to come to the light, though, bro. I really need you to come. Be like. He like Casanova. That's uh, that's Amy LaVert's son song, right? <laughs> <laughs> Although that's a good one. <laughs> oh, really? oh you gonna get it? You gonna get who shot you? You gonna get it? <laughs> you gonna catch these bars? I actually know. You talk about Casanova two times. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But you should know the song because that was one of his biggest songs. Well, anyway, 
I've just seen like his interviews and, and okay. So you didn't watch the video and you didn't hear it on the radio all the time, but it's okay. So in the video, he has some hyenas. So I wanted to put the hyenas in the in the video. We didn't have them written in, but I remembered that the Africans they have some hyena handlers. So initially yeah. I wanted the hyena to have his 2X chain on and he was walking with it. But when we got down, they were really like really hyenas. Um, but yeah, I was I was the only person they asked me if I wanted to touch it. So all the villagers, because the place that we did it was literally called Shitta, S-H-I-T-T-A in Nigeria. And it was like one way in and one way out, and it looked like it looked a lot. It looked like a fucking UNICEF commercial, God forgive me. And they brought the hyenas in and the whole village is running and running. And my dumb ass, you know, but this is, that's how you know when people don't come from a certain country. So I'm like, oh, can I pet it? And then, you know, the man, he don't even understand English, but he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just calmly went down and he bucked a little bit. And then I stooped down and you see me like kind of going like this while I'm touching him. And then when I stood up, I got his, I got a standing ovation. So I'm really that kind of person that likes odd animals for pets. I had rats before. I had two rats, Coco and um, Oreo. One was what year I had as pets. We had wait, wait, so, so how, how, how did you acquire the rats though? Did you go out and purchase the from rats? Or yeah, you, from a pet store. They're like they're that domesticated. Is so rats. New York. Did they come with little Timberlands on them too? <laughs> <laughs> they don't. But they. But I. But we. I've had rats as pets. They I've sell rats as pets. They sell Damn, rats. Nigga. It's, they clean and everything, bro. They, like I've never bought a rat as a pet. I've got dogs. That's it. Yes, we I'm now sorry, have, queen. we now have a cat. We have a dog, and we have a turtle. Our turtle is Toby. My cat is Olivia, and the dog is Gizmo. So we all I love. Yeah, oh, those are all dope things. Gizmo is yeah. a dope name. Uh, yeah, Gizmo's yeah. good. Yeah, so it is a dope dog name. Yeah, from uh, the Gremlins. Yeah, the Gremlins. Yeah, because he looked like a Gremlin when he was younger. So I was like, let's call him Gizmo. Yeah. So I got to think of this goat name, but yeah, so yeah, but no, I'm not like jumping out of freaking planes and all that shit and, you know, those kind of bungee jumping. I don't care about none of that stuff. I don't want to do none of that, but yeah. I would name the goat Gadget. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Gadget the Goat. Gadget the Goat is a good name. That is a good name. I might steal that. A little, get a little chain, two Gs. Little chain, little chain. It's yeah, either right. that or a pig, and I I, I can't <clears throat> pigs. But you know I the little baby had a pet pig it, in a college dorm. They had a, a baby pig, right? Did, well, it's kind of like mid midway. Yeah, no, I just that I can't. I don't. Mm, the shitting all over the place. No, I can't do that. Yeah, that's a little too much. That's too much for me. Yeah, they they had a pig, and they would walk this pig too. And it was illegal to have animals in the dorm. So, and they had this pig for like a whole half a semester in college oh, in a dorm. Huh? And it didn't get caught. No, they did not. That's crazy. What yeah. Was yeah, it was it was odd. Um, I've seen, yeah, that was uh, but a goat would yeah. I had to look into the goat thing. They might actually be a little bit more civilized than I give them credit for. No, I'm telling <laughs> you, they're peaceful, they just sit there and eat and don't bother me, don't ask no questions. You know, I just put some shit out there. They come on. Probably wouldn't have to cut the grass. Hello, <sighs> self-sufficient animal. That Take makes some time. sense. Um, but we are not going to take too much more of your time. Man, what the hell happened? I hear somebody's phone ringing. 
Yeah, that was me. But how do I get now? How, where am I? Where are you guys at now? Um, um, we're still here. Do you see me? Yeah. Okay, but now I don't see you. So oh, let me go to the Zoom. Maybe it's in the Zoom. Okay, here we go. I'm back. Oh, yeah, I'm back. okay. Um, but what I was getting ready to say, we don't want to take up too much of your time. I know how busy you are. Um, this was a dope conversation, though. I truly, truly enjoyed it. Oh so much. I really enjoyed you too. It was fun. Okay, you gotta fun. you gotta come back, and we definitely I'll um hit me up sometime this weekend. I will. I you your cell is in the email. Uh, or just or you have mine. Just text it to me. I got I'm, you. Yeah, I'll text you. Me? Okay, cool. Yeah, I really thank you guys for having me. This was so organically fun. I enjoyed talking to you guys. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. I really appreciate you too. It was really fun. So um, please stay safe and uh, same to you. Good luck and God bless. Peace. Peace. Peace out, Queen. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time and your energy. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Shout out to Gadget. (laughs) Gizmo. Gizmo. Yeah, Gizmo. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Gadget in the future. Gadget in the universe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. It's going to manifest. Good night, you guys. Bye. Good night. <laughs> hey, that was dope, man. So dope. We went like a half an hour over. Um, That was really dope. That was dope, bro. Yeah. Um, Very, very dope energy. Very dope conversation. Yes, we probably could have asked a few more questions. Uh, well, <laughs> But this shit was so hilarious. Um. Now, now I gotta go look into goats and shit. Anyway, uh what you got for us, bro, before we dip out of here? Yeah, man. Um, follow me on IG S Driving for Perfection underscore four three. Um, wanna give a big shout out to uh our guest uh Camille uh for swinging through, chilling with us. Um shout out to everybody who tuned in, man. Um subscribe to the YouTube, share our shit. And um, yo, holla at us tomorrow. We got the water cooler at uh 7 p.m. And uh, next week, we got speech of Arrested Development coming to rock with us. Got another dope show for y'all. And uh, holla at us, man. Stay safe. Shout out to everybody in Texas, man. Praying for y'all. No doubt. Uh, and don't forget to check out the website, emroshell.com, for the finest custom jewelry. Uh, also, you can go to liberationmindedmedia.com to get you some merch. Just go under the merch section. You can get maybe a hoodie like this. Um, don't forget, we also got like some shows on there, etc. Blase Splee. Um, other than that, man, definitely appreciate y'all tuning in. Don't forget to like the show and subscribe to the channel. Uh, yes, Arrested Development Everyday People. That was a dope ass song back in the day. Um, and actually, we got a, a, a little jam packed. For the next month and so we we kind of booked up basically you work it my nigga we trying man you heard um, yeah shout, shout out to sunray what's going down mate uh in australia anyway on that note man we out of here y'all have a good one we'll see y'all tomorrow